Welcome to season two of the Age Sister podcast. This season, we're talking all about women at work. So let's get started with today's expert. Hey, everyone. Today, I've got Anne-Marie Delorier on the show. Anne-Marie takes me through the story of starting her company back in 1997 and all of the things that she went through as an entrepreneur, but also the things that she's seeing today in IT recruiting. I hope you enjoy our conversation as much as I did. So welcome, Anne-Marie. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me here. It's so great to have you on the show. So I always start out by asking my guests, how did you come to doing the work that you're doing today? Maybe you could tell us a little bit about your journey. Okay, well, um, as you all know, I'm Anne-Marie Delaurier and I'm the president of Delan. Delan is an IT headhunting firm uh, located in Montreal. Really just out of, out of, I guess I was working in a small firm um, doing some IT headhunting um, and um, the, 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 the owner had highs very high and lows very low and me and a colleague that we knew each other from way back in our lives um, said, listen, we can't work with this person. This is crazy. What can we do? And we said, we're going to buy it. We're going to buy the company. You know, just, just out of the blue at the lunch and, you know, over coffee. And, and then we said, why would we buy the company? We can just start our own company. And it just spurred. And Louise, my partner at that time, um, and she's still, still 11 years older than I am today, um, uh, said, okay, that's a good thing. And uh, she was there in her life. She was almost in midlife and I was not even 35 and had two young kids. And, you know, we just said, okay, we're going to do this because we're not happy to do this. We were, I think we were not thinking really how, just, you know, we've got the baggage, not an issue, let's go. But not knowing how to do it, we knew the business, but we didn't know all the ins and outs of running a business and to start a business. But we knew some accountants, we knew lawyers, and we said, okay, so we're going to do this. So we registered the company. And because I was the one that registered the company, I said, well, I can't name myself president, right? That would be stupid. So I named Louise president. And she said, how come I'm president? Well, she's, I said, if you had gone, I would be, right? She said, yeah, well, that's why you are. So that's the way we started Delan. We had a flip phone that we called Delan. And we didn't want anybody, not, not anybody, but we had a lot of respect for, for the community and a lot of respect for the, the, the lady that was, that we, we left actually in a bind all, you know, both of us together the same day. So we, we didn't want to cause any trouble. And um, so we called the flip phone Delan and we didn't do any business development whatsoever. We called friends. We said, you know, do you have, and we didn't want to go back to her clients either, or what have you. And, and, and so very respectfully, we had half a mandate, half a mandate meaning a six month contract with one of our friends 
IT we placed. And then that was the end of that. Everything started. People found us, called us back saying, listen, we really want to do business with you girls. Okay, but you know, you, you have to send us like you want to do business with us. And it was it was done very properly. But uh, that was in 1997. And we were working from Louise's uh, basement. She had two big dogs. They were on our feet. And um, and we were, you know, going to clients and and running the business. And I had two small children and I had said to Louise, listen, I was working four days a week before. Um, I said, I'm going to work four and a half days because I really need to go get my son, you know, at school on the Wednesdays. It will break up their week. And family was very important for both her and I. She had um big children. She was recently a grandmother. So family had always been very important. And we started the land with the values that we want to succeed, but we want to live. So we don't want to be there 70 hours a day. We don't want to do that. And I think even today that those values are still really, really encrusted in the land. But anyway, so we, we, we started the company and um, it went really, really well until 9-11 came about and the towers fell and the dot-coms fell. And that was in 2001. Um, we had just um, um, moved into new new offices. Uh, we were we had hired. We were at that point in time seven. We had seven employees. We had to lay off some people. We had and, and we stayed and we were three. Louise and I and the receptionist. And we were going, oh, my God, how are we going to do this? You know, you, you know clients. I know clients. We know the same clients. Um, what are we going to do? We had a firm that we worked with downtown Montreal, because we were in Ville Salaha, that um, placed candidates. Remember, we're in IT, right? This, this firm placed candidates in engineering and accounting and all the administrative staff. And uh, they had large offices, had to downsize as well, but the offices were still there. And we said, why don't we go rent your offices? And it worked out. It worked out from 2003 to 2006 um, when Louise retired. So Louise lost her husband um, really short, short uh, in in the Dalan process, and in 2006 she decided that was it. Uh, you know, I've got enough, and I'm. I think she was 59, and she said, you know, a new husband, new everything. This is enough, and um, we decided to sell the company to the people that that you know that were there. We shared offices with. And it was completely transparent to all of our clients. The phone number didn't change. The name didn't change. I didn't change because I stayed on as a consultant there for four years until the person that bought the company decided to close all his companies. So, Lord and behold, um, I was stuck. I was 47. 
And I was, okay, what am I going to do? I can't, you know. Delan, Delan is Delaurier, my name. Laniel, which was her name. And LAN is local area network in the IT business. So it, it was cute. Anyway, so I told this person, I said, you can't do that. The LAN is, is, is me. 744-3000 is my phone number. You can't. He said, well, buy it back. Oh, boy. Okay. So I did. I bought the company back in 2010. Um got really sick actually in 2010 because I think the stress of all of it and, 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 and I was alone at it and I, 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 I think I had the feeling like every woman you can't let go of something that is so dear to you and that's what you've worked like for the past it was 2010 1997 you know um long time, more than, than 10 years, you've worked on that and you can't let go. So with everything I got, bought it back. Um, and it, what I'm saying here is going to be very personal, but was diagnosed with breast cancer right in the middle of it. Um, uh, that was in October 2010. Um got the operation through the business and everything, um, got a mass taken out um, and, uh, you know, um, uh, chemotherapy or radiotherapy or whatever, you know, when I was going on vacation, so just go, clear your mind, just go. And um, so I, I took a week off, closed everything, went, and got back and the doctor said oh you're my last patient you know she had been i had been waiting two hours in the you know in the waiting room and and my husband i told him i said i'm gonna throw up i'm gonna throw up i was so so you know the company was there my children the the the, the, the sickness or whatever and she said Merry Christmas. You don't have breast cancer. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Wow. And I, I sat there and I cried. And my husband cried. And, um, and at that point in time, really, I decided that I wanted to live and really live. My kids asked me what you want for Christmas. And I said, I want time. I want just time. If that's all I, I want, I want time. And I want this business also to, to run, but I don't want to put myself in the same situation I had put myself in when I bought it back. So I had girlfriends that helped me. Um, uh, and Louise was still very present in helping me because although she retired, she would come and and uh, fill in when I was going on vacation. And I had another friend that was in the business that came in and helped when I was too much. And so I ran it for a whole year until it was growing so much that I was going, uh -uh, I'm not going back there anymore. That's not what I want to do. Stick to the plan and Maddie, just stick to the plan. 
And it's hard to stick to the plan when you're a businesswoman and you're going, right? So stick to the plan I did because my son was um, right in the middle of two semesters. Actually, here in, in Quebec, you've got to do a deck, which is in between high school and university. And because it's two years, normally you start university in September, but he did his in two and a half. So he started university only in September and we were in December. So I said, Jean-Francois, come and help. No, mom, you know I want to work with dad in construction. My husband had a construction company. And, um, and he said, well, okay, I'll help, but what will I do? I'm swamp Jane. Just, you know, you're good with computers. You will enter some things. You will listen. You will answer the phone. I just need you to be there. He said, okay, mom, I'll, I'll do that. But remember, I want to work with dad. Not an issue. Six months, you're going to university. You'll work with dad after. Okay. That point in time, it was suit, right? So we bought him some suits and we took the train because that's how I got downtown, take the train and, and we were downtown. And after about a month or so, he was looking at me, he said, mom, you know what? I really like this. I said, you know, Jay, I knew it. Because Jean-Francois is, he has the personality of a salesperson, communicator, and he has the, the fiber, the entrepreneurial fiber in him. He's a go-getter. He wants, he, he likes numbers. And ever since he was a kid, he's the charmer communication person. He is. You can't get it out of him. That's what he is. And he stayed on. He did all the all the, 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 he was a recruiter, he managed some accounts, et cetera. And at one point he said, we're only two, mom. I said, yeah, we are. He said, you know, we need to find somebody else because we're growing and we can't do this all by yourself. And remember the plan? You don't want to work 70 hours, right? Remember the plan, stick to the plan. So I said, okay, but hire somebody? Like, oh, my God, it's hard. So it's cost a lot of money. He says, you know, the entrepreneur kit that I had, he says, you have to take it one step at a time, Mom. Just think about it one month. What is it going to cost one month? That's it's going to cost by week. Says, yeah, you know, you're right. So we hired somebody, hired another person, changed our logo, changed our website, and now today we're 22. We just opened a division, contractual division. We headhunted somebody from our competitors um, and opened that division. And um, I stuck to the plan. And now on our 25th anniversary, after 10 years of Jean-Francois being in Delan, I'm going to transfer the reins to him and he will become president June 9th. Um, he knows this officially since October 2021, but I've been giving him some power, lots of power to change and to put in place some things since about last January. And I have... I am doing things that I like to do, bring forward Delan, doing webinars, 
helping people and managing the aspects that he's less comfortable with, all the legal aspect of, of the land, um, contract-wise and everything like that, that falls on my plate. But I love doing that. You have to keep in mind that you have to stick to the plan and do what you like. That's wow. my story. That's an incredible story. It really is. And I just think what an inspiration for a lot of women who are starting out in business. I guess when I hear that, I wonder what are the lessons that you've learned along that winding journey? Lessons to, to listen to yourself, really listen to your body, listen to yourself. And also, I think that had I known, had, uh, had I known everything in advance, I wouldn't have done it. You know, when you, when you look at, okay, these are the pros, these are the cons, what am I gonna do? Forget it, go with your heart. What, you, what do you wanna do? Just jump two feet in it and you know what? You will do it. You have to believe in yourself. And I think I was naive really, but the lesson learned is, I think I believed in me that I could do it, and I did. How do you think that during that time, things have changed? So, you know, our listeners for this podcast are women in midlife and beyond. And I just wonder, what are the things that you see that are different now as you've sort of aged in the business? They're... I don't know what generation you call them now, X, Y, Z, W, I don't know. But but they are more inclined of, of listening to themselves. Really, you know, you can't ask them, you know, to work nine to seven or whatever, which I didn't want to do. But at one point in time, if you grow a business, you, you need to do it. They, 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 they really want to work at their pace, get their children out, you know, from school. And, and as I look, that's what I wanted to do, too. And that's what I did because nobody else gave me the opportunity of doing it. So things have changed, yes, because they are doing what we've always wanted to do that we couldn't do because companies didn't permit you to do do that but now with with the 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 uh, labor shortage and the change what the pandemic brought us is you have to focus on the employees and make them the center and listen to what they want if you want to keep them and you need them in order for your company to work right if you don't have people, you don't have a product, you don't have a service, you don't have anything. So I think that's what changed. The, the, the power has changed. You know, you're not, although you're the boss and the owner of the company, you don't have as much power as you used to have because you need to focus on the employees if you want to strive. Mm. That's such great advice. And I wonder, thinking through this journey, is there a time where people might have underestimated you because you were a woman? 
Yes, in IT, it's a man's world. And I would say it's a white man, white men, white hair circle. And as a younger woman, and even now, you know, I have my place, but I had to earn it with the knowledge and being sure of what I, I advanced, you know? If I was talking to somebody and saying, okay, this is what you need, I had to explain that I really understood his needs because it was always his needs. And it was always a man standing in front of me for a developer position or an IT director position. Rarely women. Rarely, rarely, rarely. Now we're seeing more women in IT, but back then it was it was it was men. So yes, I had to prove to them that I could. Some of them didn't like it and didn't do business with me um, or Delan. Um, a lot of them, though, I think because of the the quality and the integrity of the service and wanting to help, because I think that's what we have women. We really want to help and we, we're really, you know, we work with our heart and, and, and we, we put a lot of effort in, in you know, the, the packaging the whole thing for you to understand. A lot of them are clients, friends, candidates became clients, candidates refer us, um, so I had to work hard, but I think that it was worth it because, because yeah, that's where we are now. Mm. So great. Tell me when you think about how you were mentioning that now there's more women, you're seeing some shifts. What do you see maybe that job seekers are looking for that's different at this point in the pandemic? Well, I can tell you for IT because I, 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 I can't tell you for anything else. I know the IT world. Um, IT candidates are looking for, um, obviously, they, they, everybody thinks they can have more money, especially right now, right? But that's not the main thing they're looking for. They're looking for a place that has the same values as they have. They they want to be able to live. They want to be able to have the flexibility. They want to have the flexibility also of what we call the the you know not being connected all the time. Uh, it's called in French la déconnexion. You know, to, trying to deconnect and it's hard. Um, but they want to be able to work not necessarily from nine to five, but work from I don't know seven to eight and being maybe not at lunch at one, maybe lunch at three when they go get their kids. And and that's the flexibility that they want and they're looking for in a company. And they're looking for a supervisor, a boss, a manager that will support them in that, that will listen to them when they have issues um, and it, it, in in the business aspect that that they're if they have ideas they can bring it up and they won't be uh, thrown away 
No, they, they want to be able to bring something. And most of them have things to bring to the table that are different. Had I not listened to my son, I'd probably be still, you know, working from home and, and, and trying to, 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 to manage everything. He had the idea that, okay, we need to... So a lot of younger generation have the, the, a different mindset. And if you listen to them, it makes sense in what they what they they bring to the table. It really does. So listening is, you know, I think that's what they want. They want you to listen. They want the flexibility. They want great projects in IT. Of course, they, they want their new technologies. They want they want that for sure. You know, nobody's gonna want to work if you have old technologies, but but mainly they want that. They want to live. Like Louise and I, in the beginning, we want to succeed, but we want to live. They want to have time with their families. They want to be able to live the life that maybe their parents didn't do because they worked from seven in the morning to eight at night to be able to, to bring them there. But they gave them everything, right? And they looked at us and they said, eh, I'm not going to do that. I want to live with you know, want to take care of my baby, want to be able to be there in first steps. Want to, so I think they want to live. They want to work. They want to live. And work is not only, it's not your life. You work to be able to live. Yeah. And I, I just think about this from a health standpoint. And if we can get to that point, you know, I think we're going to reduce some stress and improve some health overall. It sounds like the work that you're doing and Delan, it's just fantastic. Where could our listeners find out more about Delan and your work? Well, Delan, our website is delan.qc.ca. We're pretty much everywhere on LinkedIn. It's our little, um, um, oh my God, it's a, a chevreuil. What's a chevreuil? It's a deer. It's a, a red deer. Well, red and white deer. We're pretty much there. We're on Instagram. Um, we're, we're located in Montreal. Um, we want to expand to Canada, uh, trying to do it slowly but surely like we do everywhere. But mainly for clients, it's the, the website and our Instagram and our LinkedIn, follow us. We have over 27,000 followers on LinkedIn. For a small company, it's it's pretty oh. good. It's pretty good. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much uh, who we are. Fantastic. Well, I'll make sure that we include all your information in the show notes. And uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Well, thank you for having me, Kate. Thanks for listening to the Age Sister Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review the episode on your favorite podcast app. We'll also be posting the show notes and any other important information at www.cardeahealthconsulting.com.